This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Indigenous villages in Alaska have begun recovery efforts after a storm devastated the state's western coastline over the weekend. On Saturday, the governor declared a disaster and is preparing to request federal assistance to help with recovery efforts. Five communities were heavily impacted, according to the state. Many others are also dealing with severe storm impacts. Communities scattered along nearly 1,000 miles of Bering and Chukchi Sea coastline saw severe flooding, damage to airport runways, loss of power, and some communities were put on boil water advisories. The storm claimed smoke houses and fish drying racks. The damage to those resources is serious. People in most of the communities impacted rely heavily on subsistence hunting and fishing for food. There have also been reports that fish, berries, and meat gathered this summer and already put away for winter has been lost. With winter fast approaching in Alaska, it's unclear how construction materials and supplies to repair damages will be delivered in communities hardest hit. The summer season to deliver these kinds of shipments by ocean barge is coming to a close. In recent years, Alaska coastal communities have seen an increase in the severity and frequency of fall season storms due to climate change. The season is only beginning. A Clinket clan house in Sitka, Alaska was recently returned to its home clan. Its new legal owner hopes the historic exchange will spur a greater conversation about repatriation. KCAW's Tosh Kimmel reports. In Sitka, Alaska this July, a Kiksadi clan house was repatriated after nearly 20 years in the possession of another clan. Jarek Hope Lang, a Juno-based member of the Kiksadi clan, now holds the deed. Although no longer physically standing, Hope Lang says the point house still holds immense cultural significance. Conceptually, we all know that we refer to our people as from the point house. So the physical structure may not exist, but we as a people do. So the concept of the house being gone That's just a physical structure. Now, he plans to have the house rebuilt as a mixed-use gathering space. He hopes the revitalization of his clan house will spark a broader conversation around repatriation. I think it starts here with this land-back concept and how we identify that as individual clans beyond our tribes and how we move forward in that and act in that. I'm excited that future Kiksadi children can walk into a place and say, this is my clan house. According to the National Center for Preservation Technology and Training, there were once 43 standing clan houses in Sitka's Indian Village District. Now, only nine remain. This would be the first 21st century clan house built in Sitka. One of the few remaining clan houses is the Porch House. Chuck Miller is its caretaker. I remember coming to this clan house when I was a very small young child and having all my family here, family functions, meetings, food, etc., Having a clan house rebuilt here would be something pretty huge, I think, and uh, applaud the Kicksetties for wanting to get this done and taking care of it. After 25 years as caretaker, Miller says the porch house is more than a building. It's a point of pride. Hope Lang wants to see the exact same thing for the point house, for the clan house to be rebuilt now or at least in the lifetime of those generous enough to return it. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Tosh Kimmel. The Navajo Nation on Monday issued a health advisory to inform Navajo people of three new confirmed cases of monkeypox on the reservation. The total number of cases is now four. In each case, it appears the virus was caught off the reservation. The first monkeypox case on Navajo land was confirmed in August.
I'm Antonia Gonzalez. National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. There's no reason to let uncertainty about the election process keep you from voting. That's why AARP created state-specific, comprehensive election guides. Learn more at aarp.org slash election guides. AARP supports this show. Did you know 1 in 26 people will develop epilepsy during their lifetime? Or that 1 in 10 people will have a seizure? Call 1-800-332-1000 to speak with an epilepsy information specialist. The Epilepsy Foundation supports this show. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.